Hello, and welcome into <laughs> the Committed to Christ podcast. Greg and Kelly with you today. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Before we get started, and it's fresh on my mind, I would like to wish my stepdad, Dave, a happy 29th birthday. <laughs> How in the world he's he younger wishes, than me, I don't know. He wishes he was 29. He does. Well, maybe not. In some ways, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I called him today, and yeah. not having the greatest of days, but the and I said... Um, I didn't send him anything for his birthday. I said, I'll just, because we're going to go up there in yeah. next week or so to see them. I said, I'll bring something for you. And he said, all I want is to spend time with you guys. Oh, So, hey, why not? That's so sweet. It is very sweet. And you know, yeah. can I tell you, I've, I've known the man for several years <laughs> and he has never said that to me before. So that He actually, he, want, he didn't he, say Aaron, he said you guys, you guys. So, so you're that included means, in that, that means Greg. You guys. <laughs> that's what. That's our uh, northern version of y'all. You guys. <laughs> you guys. So, hey, if you are just now joining us for our Committed to Christ podcast, welcome. We are doing a study in the Book of Acts. We are basically uh, each episode we're taking one chapter at a time, and we are reading it right. verse. By verse, right? Word for word, verse by verse. So, uh, if you're new and and it may seem a little boring to you, <laughs> there's a reason that we're doing this, and we're doing this because it's we, important to read the Bible. It is, but word we, for word. But we also know of people that are listening to the podcast that maybe can't get a hold of a New Testament, right? And want to know what the Book of Acts. Says, Can you believe that the there's actually the people that, that cannot yes. get it? I mean, in the United States, we are so spoiled. We are. And we have it and we don't read it. And there are people that would really like to have it that don't. Right. right? And I know there are stories in the underground Chinese church right. where people actually have to memorize yes. the New Testament Yep. You know, and write it down it. so that they can share it and put it in, yeah, all kinds because of... Because they can't get copy. They may right. have one copy for like 200 people. Right. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So, yes, we are extremely blessed, but that is the whole point of us doing the podcast here, the way we've been doing it lately, is for people who can uh, listen to us on social media or through a, a podcasting format that may not have a copy of the New Testament and want to know more about the book of Acts and how the Christian church got started. So that is why we're doing what we're doing. And today we're going to be starting Acts chapter four. Right. So without further ado, I'll get started. Please do. <laughs> All right. So Acts chapter four, verse one, uh, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. Now, just as a refresher, our last podcast, we talked about Acts chapter three, when Peter healed the, the lame beggar. Right. Right. And then went on to explain to all the people that were there how this individual was healed. Right. And it was through Jesus, the power that came to heal this man. So uh, now he's standing before the temple guard and the Sadducees. Verse two, they were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. So you can see right there that the word is spreading. And I think a lot of it had to probably do with the miracle that they just saw. Right. Would you, would you agree with that? Right. Okay. All right. 
Verse five. And listen, hey, stop me anytime you want to. Oh, I will. (laughs) You have no problem. All right. Verse five. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? See, they still didn't believe in Jesus. And I was going to say, you know, before you read this next verse, Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about what you just said about how, you know, a lot of those people probably came to believe because of the miracle that they had seen and how God does that, how, how God will use miracles to show people things that what people are like, you can hear something, he, yeah. but then to see it, he, he gives proof. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's supernatural, right? It's not, it, it everything about it is supernatural. Absolutely. The whole power to believe then, you know, the whole convincing thing mm-hmm. that goes on in your head. Right. It is so supernatural. Right. Okay. All right. Verse eight, then Peter filled with the Holy spirit said to them, rulers and elders of the people. If we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected which has become the cornerstone. Now that's quoting Psalm 118, verse 22. All right. Verse 12, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. The cool thing is, it says right there that Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So there is something that happens, you know, now opposed to what happened in the Old Testament, right? You know, to believe in God before it, God's Spirit did not fill you, mm-hmm. so it was harder, right? And it came on the pro- like when the, the prophets, prophets prophesied, right? The Spirit would come, they would prophesy, and then, and it, would then it would go, leave. right? And and Peter, because I, I think about Peter, you know, like, well, how can this man be doing all this? But it, it said right there, he's filled with the Holy filled Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, right? Awesome. All right. Verse 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows They have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Now, isn't that funny? Yeah. There was a miracle performed in Jesus' name. He's resurrected from the dead. All these things happening. And the teachers of the law right. are going to warn them to not do this anymore in Jesus' and, name. And what they're doing is denying the power of the Holy Spirit. They're denying God. They're denying Jesus' power, like yeah. who he was. And that happens even now. People have a miracle happen to them, something supernatural that never, it just mm-hmm. it's not possible, but it happens and they still deny Right. So it, it, it just shows you that it can happen to anybody. Sure. You know, that they can deny God. Right. 
Verse 18, then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is right in God's eyes to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help but speak about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. So this, There's this no guy, way to say. yeah, he has been, he's been around for 40 Everybody years. Everybody knows. Everybody knows him. He right. was lame. He was begging. Right. And now he's healed. Right. right. The proof is standing there before right, him. Right. All right. You know, this makes me think about things too. I, I, just to get off the subject a little bit, because a lot of times when you think about facing something, like facing somebody opposition to Jesus, but like if somebody comes up to you and, and they totally deny God or they want you to deny God, you wonder how you're going to handle that situation. Like, what will I say? Right. But if you watch, I mean, just just to reiterate what happened with Peter, where you know they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Sure. So even though they were facing ridicule, uh, who knows what from from the religious leaders, even though they were warned and you know threatened, they still said, "We can't deny it. Right. It doesn't matter what you say." That is so cool to me. Absolutely. Verse 23, on their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. And they said, Sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. And he said, and this is quoting Psalm Chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Verse 27. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in the city to conspire against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Now, they asked for that. They asked right. for that boldness. They asked for God to empower them with the Holy Spirit, and he did it. And that that's... That's available today. Right, it that, is. that didn't die with the apostles. Right. That, that is available for any, any believer today. All right, verse 32. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. And that is the end of verse 4. God taking care of his people. Right. So they're... You know, I've heard arguments regarding that last section there that 
See, that's socialism. No, that's not socialism. That's believers living in one accord, right? And taking care of one another. It's, it's. I think the problem is a heart condition. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, God looks at the heart. What is what is the heart? What is the motive behind somebody doing what they did? Mm -hmm. What is their motive? Right. Right. Socialism. It's not a good motive. No, it's It's, not. It's got greed. Right. At the heart of it. Right. And. That and, was not, and theft. Right. And that was not greed. That was not stealing that from other willful. people. Right. That was that was just loving. Right. And God's love. There's and that is so hard sometimes to just you just gotta move forward in God and just trust him and Amen. Amen. Well and and next time on our next podcast, chapter five, we're gonna read about a couple. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh boy, you don't want to miss that I love talking about this. Yeah, one. and <laughs> our, our, our kids still like to talk about this. Wait, wait, what Ms. happened? Kelly, you know a song. You know a song you know, to that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that song? What are those people's names? Yeah. I like to play trivia with them, right? Just to get them, make sure they remember what happened in the Book of Acts. So right. that's fun. Well, thank you all so much for listening to the Committed to Christ podcast and going with us on this journey through the Book of Acts. Yes. And I hope that you're encouraged. Listen, if you would, I would really love for you all to share this maybe with somebody that needs to maybe study the book of Acts or has lots of questions about how the church was started. Please pass this on. And also, if you have questions, our email address is c2conair at gmail.com. And that will be posted in the description of the podcast today. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening.